where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! And welcome to a special reaction podcast episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues. Bills Mafia, let me introduce you to... With the 30th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Gregory Rousseau, defensive end, Miami. That's right, Bills Mafia. We have the six foot seven, two hundred and sixty-six pound University of Miami's Gregory Russo as the first member of the twenty twenty-one NFL draft class. Now, if it was me, when the pick came in, I was slightly hesitant a little bit about the um about the pick mainly is because he is he's a you could class him as a one-year wonder i mean i mean one year he obviously injured uh, broke his ankle in 2018 opted out in 2020 so it's one year with miami actually playing alongside uh jalen phillips who went before him in um, quincy Losh. Managed to get 15 and a half sacks. That is second to one Chase Young. And that was in his true freshman year, switching to edge. Was previously in high school, a wide receiver and safety. So that's one of my things that really put me off and thought, it'd be good for a second round pick. I think, I think second round would have been the ceiling first, possibly. As a late, um, a late pick, which at thirty is probably as late as you can get without being thirty-one or thirty-two. But not just the one-year wonder; it's his his workout, his pro day. It, it was it was hit and miss. And what you base defensive ends on being that athletic, being that explosive, being that prototypical defensive end that you any NFL team would look at. I mean. He ran a four six eight forty, which put him in the eighty second percentile. Um, but a vertical of thirty inches, which is the seventeenth percentile, and a seven point five three cone drill, which was fifteen percentile. That to me shows that he is reliant on his raw talent and ability. I mean, a four-five-three short shuttle, which is in the twenty-five percentile, twenty-one bench press reps. Yes, he put, he added weight. He 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 came on the in, and then when he was meeting the media, said he did put on twenty pounds to fill up the M frame. So he's developing. He's developing into that frame. So maybe we can let him off on there. But it's the speed. I mean, his ten-yard split, one point five seven seconds in the ninety-fifth percentile of all draft class and a wingspan of 
23 and a quarter inches. Big, big wingspan. And that will put him in the 80, 87 percentile. I mean, yes, at the time of that pick, I wanted Urusu Koromoa. I wanted um, Ojolari. I wanted Samuel. But thinking about it and what Daniel Jeremiah actually um, ranked, he had him ranked as second best defensive end. And what he wrote about Russo saying he's a long, tall and rangy defender aligned all over the front in Miami's scheme and was ex extremely productive in 2019, despite having a limited experience on the defensive line. His combination of quick hands, length, instincts leads to sacks and pressures and bunches. He has an effective swipe move. Um, an effective ripper move, and he can close and finish. He's still developing, but he's found a way to post elite production whilst learning on the job. His best foot was ahead of him, and he comes to Buffalo to sit behind <clears throat> Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison. Can you think of any other players that you really could sit behind? Okay, ignore the big guys, but any others that actually have that mentality, have that focus have that leadership ability to help develop him and we go back to what Brandon Bean said in his press conference we want to draft and develop and think more long term than short term and I think I think that's right I mean you have Russo you have Epinesa you have Ed Oliver in your last three drafts you've spent on a D-line so you're looking to get younger and you're looking for the future in that now he had comparisons to, or you could comp him to Carlos Dunlap and Jason Pierre-Paul. Now, when you get those sort of comp, comp um, comps, you've got to you've got to really think that the ceiling is really high for this guy. I mean, what do we know about his strengths? He's protocol, prototypical defensive end in all measurements, 6'7", 266 pounds. He's a very productive defensive weapon who can constantly draw double teams, and even a couple of times on triple teams. He's got swim and swipe moves. He's got swipes. He's got rips. He's got a package to have pro potential and actually develop his experience. He was used on the inside. And this is what I'm going to come on to a little bit more with his versatility on there. He's got experience of playing along the defensive line, and he's a high motor player. He's a guy that will not give up until the play is blown dead. That is something that is actually put into or installed into McDermott's philosophy. You blue collar, hardworking, never give up, high motor type player. I mean, one of the reasons they loved him was his versatility. Um, Brandon Bean noted that um, he had the ability to, to rush off the edge and from the inside. He's got the length, as we know, with the um, with the dash and with the um, the wingspan 10-yard shuttle to be explosive, to actually um, to flex inside, defensive tackle, actually be able to be explosive off the snap to get to that quarterback, to hurry that quarterback. And 15 and a half sacks from a guy that only in his true freshman year became a defensive end, shows that the potential is there. And those sacks didn't just come from edge, they came from interior as well. So you've got a guy 
that you can have him as an edge and then on passing downs on third down, bring him in, put him inside and actually get him rushing up the inside. I mean, it's the skill set and the fact that this sack production came from the inside. His versatility is what really, being said, drew him to 30. And they had calls. They filled calls for that 30th pick. I mean, if you, you, you've got to trust Bean. I mean, you you look at it, him being a one-year wonder. Obviously, broken ankle in 2018, opted out in 2020, but he opted out because of his character. He actually opted out because of COVID-19, and that his mum was a COVID-19 nurse. So he wanted to look after the family, protect the family. I mean, it shows what character he's got. He, he's a guy that he wants to be his all. He wants to be the best player he can, look for, to earn the respects of the teammates and peers. He knows what he can bring to the table. He knows that he's somebody that's going to come to the table, work hard and maximise the potential. I mean, on his first season in Miami, he comes out and says, scrimmages came, and the first one, I got like four sacks. And I was like, man, this is like taking candy from a baby. Obviously, it wasn't that easy, but things were just clicking for me. My hard work was paying off. I was learning the scheme. I was getting better at my technique. I just need to keep better scrimmage by scrimmage. So you've got a guy here who fits in to the mold that we're looking at. We're looking at the hardworking, we're looking at the blue-collared players, the guys that are going to come in and work for the team is going to be representing Buffalo on the helmet. We've got the Buffalo logo, they'll represent Buffalo. His family, his mum spent five years in Buffalo, his older brother was born in Buffalo, so there is a little bit of a connection there. But this is a guy who has a very high ceiling, Has could be... A very low floor. He's one of those that can go either way to a boom or bust. But with Eric Washington, with Sean McDermott, with Leslie Frazier, with Jerry Hughes, with Mario Addison, even with Star Lutalele and the rest of the guys there, he's got the the experienced veterans with him. They've got the calmness that the veterans bring to the table. And that really is something that that was going, going to help him develop, and we can see him being the next, the next Jerry Hughes, the next guy who's going to get us double-digit sacks for every single season. I mean, I mentioned it earlier. I was a bit, I was a bit ugh when it came to it. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know what I was pounding for. Etienne, I didn't I wanted a fairly on Newsome on there. I didn't have Russo as that first round pick. But you go back, look at the tape, and you can see that what he can do is such a raw prospect that you can mould. Again, it's coming up to the mould. He's only one year of defensive end. If he can do that in one year production, finish second in sack to Chase Young in 2019, who was defensive um, rookie of the year this year. If he can do that in one season, imagine the coaching, the guidance he receives when he comes to Buffalo 
we could have a steal in that draft. And there's one I'm really, really looking forward to and actually seeing where it progresses. I mean, it's it's one for the Bills, for the fans. We're seeing the next generation. We're seeing the long-term Let's get after KC. Let's find a way to hassle them with a pass rush. Let's get Mahomes flustered. We saw what Tampa did. And this is what Russo can bring to the table. So, Greg, welcome to Buffalo. Welcome to the Bills Mafia. Let's go get it. So, that is my reaction. Obviously, Alex would have been here. But he's at, he's at work, so I'm going to, on our next episode, we're going to actually do an interreaction to our second round pick. I'll ask Alex for his opinion there. So keep listening. Brave, brave the time. I mean, I'm still, it's, it's half 12 now. I've had about 45 minutes sleep since the end of the draft, and I'm still going strong. So Get that coffee ready, get the Red Bull ready, get whatever the caffeine you need ready because it's going to be a great day two. We're going to get some really good prospects and we are going to be one step closer to that Super Bowl game and to that Super Bowl ring. So for the, till the next episode, it's thank you for tuning in. Keep subscribing, hitting that like button and let's go Buffalo. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.